first video and we're going to be talking about the book and I'm just going to be kind of um, giving a little summary of each one. So last week you should have read chapters one through three so we're going to chat a little bit about those. Um, chapter one, Lisa started off the book talking about her daughter and she was at the drive through box um, trying to order and she could not make decisions. Um, I wonder if you're ever like her daughter, you're paralyzed by making decisions. Um, for us moms, it might be like, should we babysit for these children? Should we um, have friends over? What should we have for supper? We are surrounded by decisions, right? All of us, whether we're a mom or not, but we're just surrounded as women by decisions. And we're gonna hear about it later that it might not matter what decision we make, but I wonder if you ever are like me and you get paralyzed by that. On page five, we, she talked about limitations, and I want to read this quote to you. We will tell you all about our broken places of yesterday, but we don't dare admit the limitations of our today. And I wonder, I actually did a little survey on my Instagram, and everyone but one person said that they definitely do this they can tell you about the broken places of yesterday or how it went but to tell you what's going on today what's limiting you today what's what's affecting you what's hurting you they're not you know those are harder to tell about and those limitations they affect our decisions so if we're not honest about our limitations we might say yes too often, or we might say no too often, or we might get paralyzed too often because we're too afraid to tell someone that we're paralyzed by this decision or that this decision is hard for us or that, that we just need to say no or we're too afraid to say no, we just get paralyzed. So I wonder if you're honest with yourself about your limitations in this season. Sometimes the people around me know my limitations better than I know myself. Like my, my children know, like, eh, mom, should you be doing that? Or my husband knows better than I do. So, or a close friend, sometimes, um, you know, taking a step back and asking someone around us, our friend, our husband, our children, asking them, what limitations do you see us having right now? Does this decision fit into those limitations? Is this something that I can really say yes to? Um, you know, it's hard to admit it sometimes ourselves, but other people can really see things better than we can see ourselves. So take a step back and just be honest with yourself and what season you're in. Um, we have to be honest with ourselves before we can figure out what our best yes really is. So our question for, for um, chapter one was, what are the limitations you have today? So maybe when we get off the video in the Monday meetup, we'll, we'll talk about that. What limitations do you have today? Um, if you need to shut off the video and list your, if you're just listening to this after the Monday meetup, uh, shut off the video and write down some of the limitations you have today. Okay, chapter two. Lisa was trying to talk, was talking about all the things she was doing for Christmas. Okay, remember she was like 
she went in to Target for just one little, one some Christmas wrapping paper, and she came out with all the other things except for the Christmas wrapping paper. Um, and she was just trying to, you know, she was in a zone. And her husband came and asked her a question. And um, he, was, he was requesting money for a family that they had not met to help pay for their daughter's funeral. And she was so in the zone of trying to get to this Christmas party that she didn't hear him. She brushed him off. She, she just, she missed it. Okay. So I wonder, do you ever get in that zone? Do you ever, um, you know, someone might ask you a question and you hardly hear it. You for sure do not process what they're even saying. Um, you know, God wants us to inter, he wants to interrupt us. Um, he wants to interrupt what we're doing right now and sometimes stop and just look at what's right in front of us. Um, we can get so busy with everything we got going on that we miss out on those, those opportunities. Um, small opportunities sometimes, but if we are not paying attention, we're going to miss it. So I want to ask you, do you, have you ever felt a nudge to do something? And if so, what have you done about it? Have you stopped and thought about like, can I do this? Or stopped and processed what God is um, you know, asking you to do? I wanna read this quote on page 16 of the book. It says, if we want his direction for our decisions, the great cravings of our soul must not only be the big moments of assignment, they must also be the seemingly small instructions in the most ordinary moments when God points his finger saying, go there. I like how she says, it's not just the big moments of assignment, but it's the seemingly small things. I often tell my children, you know, if, if we want God to ask us to do great big things, then we need to be willing to do little things in the every single day. So sometimes it might be a nudge in the grocery store or in the church or maybe there's somebody on your heart right now there's a name of someone and maybe you're just supposed to text them or or something like that maybe you should take a couple minutes right now even and just stop the video and do something that has been eating at you or that that the spirit's been saying hey check in with this person check in with that person because if we aren't, if we aren't reliable, if we aren't, if we aren't listening to Jesus's words or the Holy Spirit saying, do this or do that, there's no way he's going to ask us to do anything big. We need to be faithful in those little small assignments first. So chapter three, should we move on? Chapter three is called an overwhelmed schedule and an underwhelmed soul. Wow. Have you ever been busy, 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 busy all day long and serving your family, serving your children, serving your church, serving your homeschool group, but you go to bed and you still feel like all those accomplishments, all those things that you did, it doesn't satisfy your soul. You just have this aching in your soul. I know I have. Sometimes I feel like um, the things that satisfy our soul are little, just little things like spending 10 minutes with Jesus 
or going for a walk by ourselves or putting in um, music in our in our headphones and just listening to to praise music or writing for me or painting or doing something creative um, taking pictures of, of nature it's not always something we have to do alone either. It might be it might be a Bible study with other people, or listening to a podcast, or doing something chalk, you know, doing chalk with your kids. Sometimes, as moms, as wives, as mothers, or as um, women, some of these things, it's not even that we have to take something out of our schedule and and put something big in. And say, okay, stop. Stop my whole life, I'm spending 15 minutes to do blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's just being intentional about the things we already do. Maybe it's just stopping and resting and waiting, revive ourselves. Maybe it's just staying in the car five minutes while the kids rush into the house after school. And just staying in the car for five minutes and just resting. Or just finishing that last praise song that was playing on the, the radio or on the CD. Um, Lisa talked about she was nagged about writing a book. She just over and over, she just thought, I need to write a book. And she took a tally of everything she did in a day or in a week. And she found she had three and a half hours of time to herself, of free time. Now, three and a half hours sounds amazing, doesn't it? Three and a half hours a week to spend by yourself or to spend on something that you love doing. But I challenge you to figure out how much time do you have and how much time do you actually spend on stuff? How much time do you have left after all the things you need to do? And you can't cut out three hours of sleep. That's, that's not what I'm talking about here. But... What do you spend time on and do you have any free time? Um, for myself, I need to check my screen time on my phone. If I check my screen time on my phone, I can find some time. Um, three and a half hours a week really boils down to a half an hour a day. Do I spend a half an hour of useless time on my phone per day? I have to say I probably do. So I wonder, do you have a half an hour a day to spend it on something you've been dreaming of doing? And if so, what have you been dreaming of doing? How can you use those 30 minutes a day to take another step on something that God's been stirring in your heart to do? Like we talked about last chapter, what has God been nudging you to do? And can you do that? Can you take another step on that in 30 minutes a day? Um, you know, everybody's going to be different as to what is going to fill them up or what is going to help them take a step further on what God's asking them to do in this 30 minutes. You know, I have times where I've thought, oh, this Bible study sounds really good. I think I should be involved in it. And as I leave after, you know, an hour, or 30 minutes to an hour, I leave anxious or comparing myself with the other people who were there or comparing myself with comparing my house with how their house looked um and that specific group didn't really fill my soul or maybe it was the specific topic that didn't really fill my soul you know you have to be really honest about what you're going to do with that 30 minutes a day 
or that three and a half hours a week. Because there are some times where the things we think are gonna fill our soul actually don't. So try some things, see if that really fills you up, see if you feel ready to go back to life, see if you, um, see if you actually do something that God is nudging your heart to do. And then commit to, to spending that time, commit to you know set a timer, put it on your schedule, keep it as an appointment to yourself and make it happen like like Lisa did in her examples in chapter three. So what are some of your goals for this week? Um, find out how much time you have extra and really ask yourself, what are you gonna do with that time? And we'll see you next week.